Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. For Kia, the Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Hey, welcome to it, a Thursday night edition of Sports Day. I feel like we need a bit of a, a news theme or something because breaking news today. Hello, Scott Sattler, by the way. Hello, Jace. Yeah, huge news. Um, it doesn't come as any surprise, I suppose, if we were reading the headlines over the last... The last two or three weeks. Uh, the announcement that Desi Hasler today has been fired from Manly. He won't have to fulfil his 2023 coaching role. And we don't know who his replacement's going to be. Many believe it's going to be Anthony Seabold. Yeah. He's currently with the English rugby union side. Um, and it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out over the next week or two. The reaction from uh, different sectors of uh, the media, but most importantly, the fans. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, big news uh, today. Uh, we'll chat to Matty Ballon, who uh, two-time premiership player for Manny. Did he win the two under Des? Yeah, 2008, 2011. There you go. Mm. So he uh, has a lot of respect for Desi Hasler. Now he's uh, one of the senior coaches at the Brisbane Broncos. We'll catch up with uh, Matty Ballon soon. Chris Nelson from Racing Queens, as always, on a Thursday, uh, gives us a bunch of uh, tips you can either write them down or just turn the radio off. It's up to you. <laughs> um, there's one option there which will be profitable for you. I'll let you work out that what that is. Um, by the way, summer's around the corner, right? December 1, yeah. December 1. It starts to get a bit warm at the end of October, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Was that? Th- thanks, Scott. Uh, you can go to iCanWin.com.au to win a Ziggy by Ziggler and Brown. These great barbecues. You can have one for my, free. This I summer. barbecue mm. at least twice a week during summer. I think we barbecue twice a week all year round. I don't. For some reason, the cover stays on during the cooler months. Well, Beck, your lovely wife does most of the cooking, doesn't she? She does not. So, well, you're at work during the week. Mm. She made you vegetable sausages the other day. I got them again tonight. Vegetarian oh. sausages. How boring's your house? Yeah, uh, I can't remember last time I was there. All your walls like beige, white, <laughs> just white. Hey, how's the mother and father-in-law? Did she cook your lamb lamb rack last night? Lamb rack and uh, carrot cake. So, so a vegetable cake as well. Do you know my my mother-in-law brings carrot cake from New Zealand? We have it here. I know, but it's different in in New Zealand. The vegetables are different over there. Oh, okay, sure. So she brings it through customs. Did she bring the lamb from New Zealand? No. They've got enough of that over there. So let me get this. Your mother-in-law who lives in New Zealand. Yes. She comes to Australia and cooks lamb on her first night. <laughs> you know, that's, that, that's what they know. It's almost a joke. <laughs> what's for dessert, lamb? <laughs> uh, what soup are we having tonight? Lamb. Cream of lamb soup. <laughs> 
Anyway, where were we? Oh, yeah, to win the Ziggy by Ziggler and Brown Barbecue this summer, go to ICanWin.com.au. This is Sports Day. Can I meet your mother-in-law and your father-in-law? Shirley and Don. Shirley. How long are they here for? Two weeks. Oh, sweet. Mm. I'll come around for dinner one night. Have some lamb. <laughs> this is Sports Day. Australia's most one at the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. Welcome back. Australia's most wanted. The Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Time for an NRL update. You can rely on your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. Obviously, the big news today, Desi, uh, being fired as the Manly Sea Eagles coach. Sats, I want your opinion around this. Should have it happened? Is it the right decision by the club? And who's going to take over as coach? Well, they're thinking Anthony Seabold. Nothing's been official yet. Uh, we knew this probably wasn't was always going to be the case when everyone was talking to each other through managers. Des's manager was doing all the talking. Des is still away on holiday, and the board were talking through their advisors, whatever that may be. That's never a good sign when grown men can't sit around a table, look each other in the eyes and talk about what's the best for the club. Is it the right decision? Well, time will tell. We, we know that. But it's plainly obvious that the Manly board and new CEO Tony Mestroff, who I've got to say I'm a huge fan of Tony Mestroff, they've, I think, come to the decision that we've got to try and pull some control back. Now, we're going to talk to Matty Ballin really soon, a double premiership winner with, with Des, as you alluded to earlier on. And he'll tell you that, that Des is a micromanager, that he likes control. Now, you've got to have control of your football department, but you've also got to open up the communication lines between all the other departments as well. And we have read for quite some time and talking to some people that are involved at the club that that doesn't always happen with Des. The, the open lines of communication are not quite there between football department and all the rest of the, the club as well. And that once upon a time worked doesn't work moving forward anymore you've everyone's got to have a you know an open door policy uh, with the managers in each department and uh, we've you know we've always read with interest that that des has really shut a lot of the the rest of the club out mm. um that can't happen so for the manly seagulls it's about gaining control back starting again getting rid of a lot of their past so getting rid of desi if they're going to get rid of des hasler who's been part of their history a very proud history at this club as a player and as a coach. They've got to do it with the rest of the football department as well. Anyone who's had any links to the club for long periods of time, whether it's family, whatever it may be, they need to also do a cleansing session with those people as well and start again. Now, it might be a little bit too late in the piece. Players are due back in three to four weeks. Um, probably they might be earlier because they didn't play finals. So so they might, they, a few of those positions might be saved a little bit. But if they're doing a full cleanse of the football department and starting again, and Des is obviously the the one that sits at the at the head of that table, uh, they've got to do it with with others in there as well. So uh, it's going to cost them about a million dollars a year for the final year of his contract, twenty twenty three. Plus, they've um, got to pay a new coach. Pay a new coach, yeah, absolutely. But there, there may be more civil action with this because Desi could probably claim that well, I had an opportunity to get a further extension. There were reports that if he finished in the top six, there was an extension for 2024. Uh, contracts with other clubs moving forward, has it, I suppose, has it destabilised his position within the game that in 2024 and onwards, would clubs go near him and touch him as a club for fear of 
of their club falling apart from a control point of view. So you know he's got he's got grounds to sue on a number of number of issues. His inability to fulfil his role that he was employed to do. Now he was reluctant for a while, Desi, to accept some changes through 2023, his final year, and succession planning. So if he's not going to be there in 2024, and the club have made that blatantly obvious, we want you to bring in an assistant coach that's going to take over. He was reluctant to do that first and foremost. But of late, through his manager, again, there are reports that he is willing to willing to change and willing to work with what their plan may be with some changes in the football department, especially in the coaching the coaching office. So uh, but I feel as though that there's probably the, the relationships are far too fractured to now look look forward and think that everyone's going to work harmoniously together. So what what's the priority at the Seagulls? Harmony between departments or success on the field? Open open and honest communication. But so success is not important. Well, success is. Desi brings you success. Success is a is a an end product of a lot of things. One of them is allowing people in and having open and honest conversations. And and again, we don't know whether it's the right decision or not, Jace. We won't know until you know six, eight, twelve months down the track for what the results will be next year. Um, if the results don't fall their way which the way they're, they're anticipating and hoping, well, get ready for the, for the fireball that's coming your way from a media and fans perspective. What do you think? 0457 736 736. As Sat said, Matty Ballon, uh, Ballon joining us uh, soon, two-time premiership player with Manly. Uh, this is uh, Sports Day for the Kia Sports Touch. By the way, NRL update uh, for Expo Car Service. Book in to your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. This is Sports Day for Kia. Back in a moment. For Kia, the Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sapper and Jason Matthews. Watch the T20 Cricket World Cup on KO Sports. Uh, the Aussies last night... I- we we left the studio at four for fifty four. Flying, yeah. The Poms mm. were that, and and I I actually got home. Tom had dinner and all that sort of stuff. I've, I actually forgot the game was on still. So oh, hang on a sec, hang on a sec. Every now and then you like to claim, and you like to have these these big debates around who should be in the side and who shouldn't be in the well, side. I'm about to get to that. And you're claiming that you're the fourth best cricket journalist when everyone else is out of the country. You're the fourth mm-hmm. then, mm-hmm. but you get home and you forget to watch the cricket. England pulled off their second straight eight you run win. You are a win. walking contradiction. That was set up by Darwin. He scored a superb 82, which is great. Uh, the pressure is on Aaron Finch again, who failed to capitalise as an, uh, as an over, hitting a 13 runs. He's trying to smack the cover off the ball. When I look at the highlights today, and he's just, I don't know. Finch? Yeah. He's mm. just, I don't know. Cricket legend Ian Healy on his breakfast show this morning with Pat Welsh on SCNQ 693 in Brisbane. Uh, has big concerns over Finch and also Maxwell ahead of the uh, the World Cup. This is what Hills had to say. So I've got a real concern that we've got too many weapons out of form and we might need to put in some uh, more secure secure batting types. Steve Smith, secure. Yep. He can push it around the field, whatever he needs to do. But you know, you know what I, I feel is I'm taking the origin approach here. I feel as though that guys like Maxwell and Finch, they know that the the big games are just around the corner and their heads are there. Now, I'm not saying it's right, but 
It's a little bit like Dane Gagai and co. People were, you know, five, six weeks out from origin. They're saying, he can't be picked in origin. He's not performing at club level. You can't pick him. Then all of a sudden they get into the big events Mm. and they're the best players. So I'm sitting in the corner of Aaron Finch and Maxwell and co and saying, they know that the big games are coming and they will perform. I agree with you on Maxwell. In fact, this time last year, people were calling for Maxwell to be axed from the Australian T20 World Cup side in Mm. Dubai. He actually had an amazing tournament, had an amazing tournament. So uh, I'm not I'm not convinced about Finch. He's only there because he's captain. If he wasn't skipper, he wouldn't be in that side. Mm. And he's yes, he's there as a captain, but he's there as a batsman first and foremost. He can skipper that team from the bench. No, he can't. Yes, he can. Mm. The the Doesn't vice captain sense. the vice captain can run the field. It's only twenty overs, mate. It's not a five day test. It doesn't matter match. whether it's twenty overs. It does. It doesn't. It's it the event does. itself. If you're the captain, you must be amongst it. Hey, we missed this yesterday afternoon. Um, Australia lost their uh, Constellation Cup opener against the Silver Ferns in Auckland. Fifty six forty eight. This was on before the cricket, but mm. I, I was ready for the cricket from about lunchtime yesterday. So then you forgot about it. Yeah. Uh, the game was lost in a horror seven-minute period in the opening term during which the Ferns piled on 11 unanswered goals. That's that, a bit that, hard to get back. That's a big spread there, um, 56-48. It doesn't sound like a, a big scoreline in netball, but with Australia and New Zealand, two of the, the best teams um, on the planet, that's that's quite a, a comfortable victory for hey, New remember, Zealand. Remember the other day we reported on the uh, Las Vegas Raiders player who pushed the cameraman out yes. of the way? Can we, what's his name again? Uh, remember. Jack, do you remember? Great, thanks, Jack. Uh, <laughs> he's now been he's now been charged with assault. Really? Yes. Only in America. Yeah. Okay. That might cost, cost him a, a, a princely amount. But I, I heard about that today, and I've gone assault. It was look. I wouldn't encourage kids to go out and do that and play sport, but it was hardly assault. Mm, I know. Anyway, interesting. Don't risk uh, missing all your team's matches of the T Twenty World Cup on Ko Sports. This is Sports Day, Australia's most wanted at the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. Welcome back. Australia's most wanted. The Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Fourth tackle gone now for Manly. Bellin, he'll go himself and get it over the line. Oh, what a legend. I won money that day. Did you? First try scorer. Matty Ballin. Yep. What, what, a, what an intro. <laughs> you wouldn't be the only one, Sat. I think, I think a few people I know got on me as well. I think <laughs> I was paying about 30 bucks. Yeah, you were. Did you, of course, Sats would have bought you a beer, uh, wouldn't it be? You know, as a thank you. But oh, no, of no. course. Yeah, yeah. Of course. He has a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Matty Ballin joining us on Sports Day, of course. Uh, two-time premiership winner with the Sea Eagles. Coached by Desi Hasler, who doesn't have a job uh, this afternoon and tonight. Matty, what was your first uh, reaction? Oh, I wasn't that surprised, just just hearing all the, the stuff that's been going on in the background down at Manly. I was pretty disappointed. Like I, I'm really close with Des. I like him as a coach and a fella. Um, I think he's done a great job with that club. Obviously, won the two premierships, and I think he's been involved in four grand finals there and, and played as as a player. So. Um, he does a great job with that club. It's a tough job to coach at and be involved with, um, but just disappointed for him, I guess, and I'm hoping he's all right. Matty, did you believe the decision about him is not a, really about his coaching style and his and his coaching history and his ability, but more about the board and management getting a, a lot more control back over the entire club? 
Yeah, I think so. Everyone pretty much knows that Des likes to run things, you know, his own way. And 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 I guess the history of the club, you know, you, you've got the, you know, Ken Arverson, Bob Fulton, Des Hasler style of coaching. Like that's pretty much how I think all those all those coaches coached the the club. And um, yeah, I think that's what Des wanted. Um, obviously, the the club wants something a little bit different. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's the way Desi coaches, and you know it's worked. It's been successful in the past, and he's you know had a lot of success this year. It was a tough year for the club. Um, I don't know whether that can be just put down to his coaching. It's probably a combination of everything. But um, but yeah, Desi certainly likes to have most of the control of the club. Why is it Manly? And I've said this over the last couple of nights, Maddie, that for some reason Manly, when past players coach Manly, like Bozo, Fulton, and Jeff Tuvey and Des Hasler, they get some form of success, but it never works at any other club. Why does it work at Manly? Yeah, I don't know, Sats, to be honest with you. I really don't know. I think it's it's a, it's a Manly thing. You know, obviously, um, you know, like you just said, the great names of players that have coached there and played there then become great coaches. Um, so I don't know. Maybe it's an intrinsic thing that's in those players and coaches that they just understand that the environment at Manly and they understand the landscape and they know how to deal with it. Matty, would have the board or Scott Penn or whoever made the, the decision today, would have they consulted the players and, and and in particular, do you reckon they would have pulled aside the Travojevic brothers and had a chat to them before making a decision? Well, I'm not sure. I really don't know. I think um, I was down there a little while ago and had a chat to Jakey and he wasn't sure what was happening. Um, so... I don't know if they'd be, be consulted. I mean, the board obviously made the decision in the end, um, and they probably talked to you know, the captain, Sherry Evans, and, and those Sandy guys, but I don't actually know if they, they were contacted. Knowing a lot of the players and the officials down there, Matty, could you sense that something was on the horizon over the last few months and it only sort of come to the head post-season? Could you sense something was, was starting to emerge? Not really, Sats. Look, oh, I stay in touch with all those fellas in the club because I'm, I'm good mates with them. You know, some, some of the coaching staff like Stephen Hales and Chad Randall, um, the Travojevic brothers, Cherry Evans. You know, those guys are all good mates. They all have for a lifetime, so I talk to them just about general things and, and also about footy. Um, but obviously, there was they weren't going very well this year and there was a lot of speculation in the media, just let alone that, that you know, the job's under pressure. Um, Oh, I thought like, the best in that situation is very tough. Coaching them early at the best of times, and then they had all the different drama off field, and you know, the, the, the players um, uh, they weren't getting probably the results, and the, the coaching staff were under pressure from that too. So, I mean, all the indication is that he was under pressure, but um, but I, I sort of hadn't heard anything internally. How do you think the fans on the peninsula will react? Oh, I think I think they'll be you know upset for Des. Look, they obviously like him. They obviously think he's a great coach and, he's, like I said, he's taken the two premierships, so they'll be upset um, and, and they'll probably be wanting to know who's going to step in and, and fill that, that job. And like I said before, it's hard to, for anyone outside of Manly to come in, but you know, they'll, I'm sure they'll do their, do their due diligence and find a good head coach to come in to, to control that club. But And then the fans will get on board. Like they, they, they appreciate the work that all players and coaches do at that club, so whoever they get to come in, I'm sure the fans will be loyal and behind and support and, and give their best support at, at home games at, you know, Brookdale or four points over what it's called now. Yeah, I, I know the players will be disappointed, but they'll they'll move on like, like players do. But um, do you think there'd be some clubs that are sitting back, that were sitting back seeing how this all plays out, Matty? Because there's not many double premiership winning coaches that become available on the market. 
Yeah, well, it's it's really late in the year, Sats, for a coach to be to be appointed to another club. You know, the Tigers have obviously got their their coaching staff sorted into Shins and Benji. Um, you know, Serraldo's gone to the Bulldogs. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to think of other clubs who haven't got a, a, a head coach to manage for next year. But you know, I don't know. I, I guess Des is, like you said, a, a well-renowned coach. He's very good at what he does. Um, he's very he's probably in a niche for. For um, coaching styles, like we talked about before, he likes full control and he likes to do it his way. So there's not, probably not too many clubs at this stage in the year that would would um, would take someone on like that. But geez, I reckon he'd be a fantastic head coach for a club to pick up or a general manager of football. It just depends what Des wants to do himself. Mm. All right, mate. We appreciate your your thoughts around Desi and and his sacking at the Sea Eagles today. Let's talk about you for a sec. First of all, can you go and upgrade that iPhone four uh, that you're using at the moment? It is it, it's dodgy. You got a new job now, Maddie. You can afford it. You you you're part of the main coaching group now at the Broncos. That's that's a great gig, mate. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm I'm really honoured to be involved and, and really grateful to Kevy and and uh, Cardi's other head coach there and. Benny Eichen and, and Dave Donaghy um, have been really supportive of me as a young coach coming to the club. So I've learned a lot and, and you know, brought a lot, hopefully, from, from what I've learned before under Des and coaches like that. Um, and I'm just, just enjoying the challenge of working hard at the club and trying to improve the place. There's a lot of these perceptions around Kevy and, and his coaching ability. And, yeah, you you know Kevy. You've worked alongside him now. and. And now you're going to be one of his assistant coaches officially. Tell yeah, us, is yeah. there something about Kevy we don't know in his coaching that we don't see from the outside that, that you see on a daily basis? Well, I just see a bloke who genuinely cares about the club and, and is very passionate about the club. You know, I've really loved working with him and got a lot of inspiration, I guess, for my own coaching and, and for my own love of the game. And, and I was a, I played at the Broncos a long time ago in the junior grades. And, and you know, I'm just really... Well, whenever I coach with Kevy, I get really uh, motivated and, and enthusiastic to do extremely well. Um, I'd say that's one of his biggest strengths. If, you know, he, he empowers people and he gives them plenty of room to, to show their own personality. Um, and, and he's done that for me with my coaching this year. He's had a lot of faith in me and put a lot of trust in me to, to come in and, and help out with the attack this year and, and do the bits and pieces with with players at the club that, that's shown a lot of faith for me and given me a lot of confidence. So... For me, I think he empowers people around him and he gives them a lot of confidence in what they do and, and, and that could be seen in that, that period of the year where we won seven in a row with our players. So, you know, that's probably the biggest thing for me that Kevy brings as a coach. Now, I've got no doubt, before we let you go, that you were the wrestling champion uh, at the Kingaroy Red Ants where you played <laughs> your junior rugby league at. But you're about, to, you're about to be the assistant alongside... Johnny Hoss Cartwright, a rugby league legend who claims he's never, ever been beaten in a wrestle. Will you take up that challenge? <laughs> oh, geez, he's a lot bigger than me, Sats. He's a big man. He's a bit older now, so he might have lost a bit of strength. But geez, he, I saw him in the gym one day and he was benching, I think, 110, 120 kilos. And he could do that a couple of times. So he's got a bit of strength about him, the big fellow. And but um, I'm sure if he if he gets into me on the training field, I'll, I'll have a bit of a wrestle with him and try and take the prize off him. Yeah, nice. <laughs> You're faster than him, so yeah. speed's an asset you've got, Matty. Use that. Hey, listen, thanks for your words. <laughs> re, re. Only just. Only, only just. <laughs> thanks for your, your words around, Desi, mate. And congrats again on the on the new role at the Broncos. Thanks for your time on Sports Day, Matty Ballon. Good on you, Jase. Thanks, Hats. For Kia. 
The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Queensland is your place to race this year. Oh, and this guy has got the good oil on everything. You know that's That's a big weekend of racing uh, this weekend. Chris Nelson, I mean, a lot of the focus is on Sydney and Melbourne as they battle out yep. who's got the better race, whether it's the Caulfield Cup or whether it's the, um, uh, the Everest, the $15 million race. But, mate, what have we got going on in Queensland this weekend first? Well, we've got a big weekend of racing in Queensland. And one thing we can be sure of, Jace and Stats, is the fact that we'll be racing on a good track, whereas I can't say the same for those, uh, those other two venues. So Eagle Farm for us on Saturday, a good track. Uh, we also race at the Gold Coast. We race at uh, Rockhampton and we race at Toowoomba. They're the uh, TAB meetings. And, of course, Sunshine Coast races as usual on Sunday. I love the regional tracks. I just love them. Kilcoy. Oh, What's I, your I love them. Well, my favourite is Toowoomba. T-Bar. Okay. Yeah, because you like the flowers. Okay. You go up there and check out the flowers. I just love Toowoomba, the place itself. And yeah, the... it's a good joint. What What about... Has the War... get out to... Uh... Sorry, Chris, has the Warwick Cupper been run yet? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and the Warwick Cupper was won by Wham. That'll bring back a bit of a memory for you. Wake me up before you go-go, Jase. Wham won the cup <laughs> after a good run in the week with Toowoomba prior to that. So there you go. Sing us a bit, would you? No, thanks. No, no. I know what you're like. You'll, you'll record that and it'll be uh, in, the, uh, in the history books forever and I'll never escape it. It'll go viral. Uh, Sunday, we're at the sunny coast? Yeah, Sunday at the sunny coast. Good meeting at the sunny coast. I've got one for you there in the fifth segment as well. You'll be pleased to know. Mm. Uh, but, of course, we have got a couple of interstate representation. Well, we do have interstate representation at Caulfield and at Ramwick over the weekend. We've got Star Tontes going around in the Silver Eagle. Of course, that race was held over from last Saturday at Randwick when they had the washout. Mm. That's in race seven. And Palayapan, one of Chris Munster's uh, mares, goes round in race eight at Caulfield, the Tristark Stakes. That'll be your Chris Munster. We're looking for his first ever winner in Melbourne as a trainer. Of course, he's won plenty of times as a jockey, including a Caulfield Cup and a Melbourne Cup, but not, uh, not as a trainer. I hear on Saturday, uh, maybe you can confirm or deny this, that Nature Strip in the Everest is going to give the other horses a 30-second head start, stop for a bath, <laughs> a kebab and a cigarette and will still win. Can you Have you heard that as well? Oh, look, I don't know that he, might, he could give him that much start, Jason. I haven't heard that, but uh, I'll tell you what, if you want to back him, he's getting out to a pretty reasonable price. There are a few people, as there always are, that like to uh, put a knock on Nature Strip and say you can't win for various reasons, but you know what? When they get to the grand finals, the uh, the best team and the best horse generally wins, and oh, I think he'll win. He's make it two in a row, and I think it I think it'll take his earnings to about twenty five million or something. Jesus, like your sats. So, Barry Twelve's not a concern. <laughs> it is. It is a bit of a concern because there is speed drawn inside him. But the big plus there, you've got J Mac on board. He'll just sum it up within a couple of hundred metres, and you'll probably find Nature Strip will be outside the lead or sitting back third with a perfect run. He just doesn't ride too many bad races, J-Mac, and uh, I think Nature Strip will be winning again. Well, just keep an eye on private eye. I'm just saying that. Just saying. So what are the oh, tips for the weekend? Ba- no, what's that based on, Sats? It's based on 
That um, you're a Hall of Notes fan, I know that. Private eyes. <laughs> it's it's you... one of few in the field that likes a fast tempo. So, but it's going to na- be wet. Nature Strip will provide that. So, private <laughs> well, eye will welcome it. We've got to worry about there, Sat, is that um, last week at Bamford, the races that they did run, they couldn't make any ground from the back, and then this time around, the rails going back in. So, you would think the ins. Ground will be the best. There you go. So making ground out deep Coming could out be a very difficult task. Barrier three. Uh, and it's only got three legs. I think that <laughs> might be a bit of a thing as well. All right, your tips, mate. All right, here we go. Uh, Eagle Farm, race six, number nine, Amity Gal to make it three in a row. I think she'll win. Race six, number nine. Uh, Toowoomba. I've got one at Toowoomba. You'll like this, Sats, because mm. I believe it's a, a favourite track of yours. Race three, number one, Gaius. I think we'll run really well. It would win a last time out. And we'll go to the Sunshine Coast Sunday, race four, number 10, Alamira for Annabelle Nisham. I think we'll win also. So they're my top three for the weekend. Right out, Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the sunny state. Visit uh, racingqueensland.com.au. Thanks, Nelson. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. For Kia. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Another four-day week nearly wrapped up for us. Jeez, last week was three days. I was wondering why I was a bit fresh going into mm-hmm. the weekend because we had the Monday off. Uh, watch Brisbane Raw A-League matches live on Paramount+. Plus. Of course, they're back in action tomorrow night at Suncorp Stadium. Jack, uh, Jack the producer who loves his soccer. Who are they taking on? Melbourne City, 7.45 kickoff at Suncorp. Very exciting. I mean, they had a draw last week, but a promising draw. A lot of good chances. A promising you, nil all draw, yeah. Well, you had a good chat with Carlo Armiento this yes, week. we um, On the left wing, Man so the hopefully match. they can uh, open them up and uh, get them. As, what, what's your favourite phrase now? I forget. Hit the back of the net. Oh, yeah. The, uh, no, it was the ball. Yeah. What they do they the need? ball in the back of the net. There mm. you go. It yeah, does, so actually doesn't have to hit the net, you know. It just has to cross the line. Speaking of that, mm-hmm. I just I listened to another podcast of uh, Bizarre Sports today. Yep, and it was the monkey testicle. Mm. <laughs> Jack, a, they were using in the thirties using monkey testicles as performance enhancing. Mm. Ooh, not yep. not with the monkey like doing stuff with his. No, 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 no. Using injections and slicing the testicles and inserting them into your own area. Mm. And apparently it was made you bigger and stronger and, I mean... And really good at climbing trees. Yeah. <laughs> like when you Imagine wanted to. Imagine the like, testing for yeah. that now. And, yeah. And, of course, you know, hunger for bananas. Yep. And beating your own chest. Walking on your feet and your hands at the same time. It's <laughs> very skillful. Picking the nits out of your wife's hair. <laughs> it's uh, it's all the rage. But I wonder if it well, seemed to work. They went on to belt some teams, didn't mm. they? Yeah. So, uh, what well, else playing, is happening? They're playing Melbourne City, did you say? Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, watch every Isuzu Ute A-League match live on Paramount Plus, Brisbane Raw tickets at Ticket Tech. Before we go, I see more soccer news uh, in the last blast. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Well, he's up and about at the moment. There's a reason why he's up and about today, Jack. Yeah, it was an early morning, but uh, Liverpool have gotten uh, a bit of the monkey off the back now that we're talking about oh, monkeys. Oh, uh, the they defeated Rangers <laughs> this morning 7-1, uh, which is great. A lot of good confidence what? for the team. Yep, 7-1. That's goals. 7-1 goals. Yep, so that was great. Mo Salah has got the fastest hat-trick in Champions League history. Came off the bench in the 68th minute. Six minutes and 12 seconds is all that it for took. For three goals. What did he come off goals. the bench for? Uh, well, look, he Lazy. was... 
Well, no, it was a game against Rangers. Darwin Nunes is the striker that they got over who has not Cost been playing fortune, well. Cost him a fortune, didn't he? Cost him a fortune, yeah. hasn't been playing well, needs some game time, uh, not getting it in the Prem. So this was a game that, you know, get him a few minutes. Uh, but Mo Salah to come on in the 68th just for a bit of a run and bag three goals is a, is a massive... So they're through thing. to the next round of the Champions League? No. Uh, we league, still need, No, well, we need to pay, play Ajax in two weeks' time. Is Ajax. that Ajax? Ajax, yeah. yeah. All we need is a draw in that game to go through. Why do they call so, it Ajax when it's spelled Ajax? Look, one of the big questions, Jace. Uh, my mum, when she used to clean the bath, she didn't say, hand me the Ajax. It's yeah. like Mike Rabbit, who's the former NBN sportsman. It's Rabbit. Why call yourself Rabbit when clearly your last name is Rabbit? Yeah. Well, what about Belcher? Gary, Gary. Belcher. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it's Gary Belcher. Uh, yep. And apparently there was a thrilling three-all draw uh, with Barcelona <sighs> and Inter Milan. No, this is Ooh. actually big. This is actually very big. Okay. Because Barcelona, if they didn't win this game or draw, they would have been knocked out. They wouldn't what? have progressed into Barcelona. the next Barcelona. Wow. Barcelona. And that would have been catastrophic. I'm talking they would have burned down cars in the street. This Are they would have been a good a team? Barcelona. Traditionally, yes, they have been one of the best in the world for the last, let's say, two decades. Question without notice, lads. Better food, uh, Spanish or Italian? Italian. I'm going Italian any time. See, that's how I pick teams in the Champion League. Right. Which (laughs) food would I prefer to eat? Mm. Right. What English food would you want to have? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. It's horrible. Anything that's pie-related. They're they're the English, right? Have you heard of the Wigan Kebab? A what? No. What's a Wigan Kebab? A Wigan Kebab is a pie in between two slices of bread. Wow. Wow. What? Does that sound appealing? No. Oh. Doesn't oh, sound great. English food is terrible. Mm. It is horrible. Like, I wouldn't touch it. I, I had a couple of meals in England and it was horrible. Anyway, I just want to move <laughs> you on. Starved. <laughs> you starved you in England, did you? Yeah. I did. There was a, like a half a day I didn't eat. This is Sports Day. Thanks, Jack, for the Kia Sport Touch. It's been crowned drive car of the year. See you at kia.com.au. We're done. See you later. See ya. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.